unto the Lord, for he is good, for he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for he is good, for he is worthy, worthy, for he we know in the tradition of the church the first Sunday in uh, our tradition is communion and so those of you who are members of Pacoima you have received your communion kit that I have already consecrated for you and you can do your communion with family at home as we began our worship today let us go to the Word of God found in the New Testament letter of Paul to the church at Philippi, Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. A very familiar scripture. One of the popular ones. I just love this scripture. Philippians 3, 12 through 14. And listen now for the word of the Lord. Now that I have already, not, not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. And so, beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Not, not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own. The word of God 
for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now, beloved, would you pray with and for me? Almighty God, I am so grateful that I know you in the pardoning of my sins. So grateful that I am available to you for anything that you need from me. And so I ask that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Our sermon topic for today is keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Oh, my dearly beloved, uh, a Christian ought to be like an athlete. An athlete is determined to win the prize that they are promised. And you know, when we are Christians, we ought to remember that athletes are stimulated and driven by the whole idea of winning the prize. No athlete goes into a game with a losing mentality because the prize is not necessarily something material. The prize is winning the game. A serious athlete does something every single day to push forward toward winning the prize. He or she will pay the prize for time and effort and self-determination to master their game. They will make the necessary sacrifices to do whatever it takes to win the game. Oh, it may mean, it may mean giving up sweets or studying to make good grades or losing weight or gaining weight or giving up social activities, going to bed at a decent hour, you know, eating the right foods, physicals and drug tests, hours of exercise, and even more hours of practice. Athletes have a game plan and a goal, and they keep the goal in their head always, in their minds, and in their vision. And so to make sure that they are always focused, there's a coach who leads them and keeps them decent and in order. They have a coach, a coach to keep the team focused on the prize. Uh, a pastor's like a coach. I like that. It's the pastor's job to keep, to keep you focused on the prize. Keep you focused on the prize through the preaching and the teaching of the word of God. Can I hear an amen? And so in our study of Pastor Paul's teaching, we are enlightened by his first requirement of preparing ourselves to be winning Christians. Pastor Paul begins this orientation to what it takes to be a winning Christian by telling us that before we get started toward the goal, our mind 
and our attitude needs to be ready. We need to prepare. Paul says, not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, he says. He says, I, I don't consider that I have made it on my own. In other words, you know, we just can't come into this Christian race thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. We must start with an attitude of humility and openness before God. Oh, beloved, if you think that you have made perfection as a Christian, you are setting yourself up for failure, boo. In other words, we need to keep it real, keep it real. We are Christian because we need help. Therefore, here's how you think when your attitude's right. We start this race like this. I, I, I've entered this race as a sinner saved by God's grace. I'm, I, I'm here not because of me, but because of God. I'm not who I ought to be, but God's not through with me yet. I'm still, I'm still having some problems. I still have some weaknesses and some shortcomings and some temptations, some issues. But I live knowing that in my weakness, God is my strength. I need God. That's why I'm a Christian. I live knowing that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide me. I come into this race, this Christian race understanding that it's not by my might and not by my power but by God's Holy Spirit that I will win. You can't do it without being a nice person. It's not enough. The devil is a lie. You can't do this without God. You have to know. I know I'm not perfect. Only God is perfect. That's why I need God. I know that I have not reached my full Christian potential. Uh, but I'm working on being more like Jesus today than I was yesterday. I know that you and I are in this race because God looked beyond our faults. And he saw our need. God looked beyond our weaknesses and he saw our potential. God looked beyond our past and he saw our future. So don't get that holier-than-thou attitude, bragging on how good God's been to you. Testify it. Don't brag on it. Because we all have issues to overcome. We all do. In fact, we each have so much work to do on ourselves that we really don't even have time to be talking about each other. You know, we have a race to win. We have a prize to win. We need to be trying to help each other because we are on the same team. The team called the Christians. Now, if you have somebody with you, tell them if you don't imagine it. Just, just look and say, it's good to know that you're watching this podcast. Teammate. So, we first approach the situation with a humble posture by admitting that we have not yet won the prize, but that we are on our way to making it our own. And secondly, we, we make it our business to understand very clearly now what the goal really is. So now the question is, this point is, what is the goal? See, some people just be fooling around. You gotta be serious. What is the goal of being Christian? So beloved, we must be clear about the goal and then we begin with a 
humble spirit because humble spirit is necessary to cross the goal line and receive the prize. Think of a football player. Think of a football player. Listen. All I know when I'm watching a football game is that when the player makes it through all those people, the demons who are trying to stop him, I'm talking about life, I'm talking about demons, trying to stop him from crossing the goal line, and he gets by all those people, and he crosses the goal line. <laughs> this is what I know. This is what I know. It's time to holler. Oh, glory, it's time to holler then. That's why you can't tell a Presbyterian from a Methodist, from a Pentecostal, from a Baptist when they're watching a football game because they all holler. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Bring it to church. Bring it to church, that energy. Our goal, our goal is to please the Lord. So here's the question to be answered. Then what do we need to do to please the Lord? Some people don't even know the Lord. They think they can run this race without the Lord. Wrong. The Word teaches us this. First thing we need to do is forget the past. Mm, mm, mm. Paul says, forgetting what lies behind. Listen, you cannot drive a car looking in the rearview mirror all the time. I don't care what happened to us in our past life. We have a new life in Christ Jesus. When we talk about our past, we need to say, in my other life, even if we talk about it. And we must put forth great effort now and be intentional about having that other life behind. Let it go. Let it go. So when we bring up the mistakes of our past, the slip-ups, the human errors, what can we do about it? Can we go back? No. Can we change what happened? No. Can we change the person who did it? No. Can we go back and fix it? No. However now, however. However, there are times when we need to handle what somebody else did to us in the past so that it doesn't happen to anybody else. Now, we can do that. We can learn from the past, but we can't change it. And furthermore, now, I don't know about you, but, but I've paid a price for every mistake I've made in my past. I don't need nobody bringing my past up to me. You know why? Because God loves me and he chastises those whom he loves. I got my spanking. I lost some things. I've cried. I've hurt. I've been sorry. So I don't need you to bring up my past. I have served the time for the wrong that I have done. So do not throw the past in my face. I'm not throwing your mistakes in your face. Stay out of my face with old mess and old stuff. Move on. Let it go. Stay in this present moment. Because his mercy is anew every morning. And keep your eyes on the prize. Now then, after we have relieved ourselves of the past, then we start straining forward to what lies ahead. We, we live with hope. Even in the midst of a pandemic, we, we live with hope. 
hope is getting excited about what's going to happen. When our eyes are on the prize, when we get a glimpse, just a glimpse of the prize, oh mercy, I get excited just thinking about it. Now, now pay attention to the word now. We forget and then we strain forward. We don't forget and then sit down and go to sleep. We don't forget and go to the, on vacation. We don't forget and think we have arrived. We don't forget and think we are through. No, we, we forget so that we can use that energy to strain forward. That's why we cannot carry any excess baggage from the past because we're going to need all our talents and strength and energy and determination to strain forward. Ah. Tell somebody, you better get out of my way because I'm on the move. I'm on the move. <laughs> Beloved, we have to understand what it means to strain forward or to strive. You know what? When we are striving, we are trying hard and we work in this thing. Work this thing. Work this thing. Work being a Christian. We giving it all we got. We striving to hear the word of God. We striving to be faithful. We are striving to walk in the Christian walking. Talk to Christian talk. We striving to fight for justice. We striving to be good parents and good children and good people. You have to work it. Work it. We're on the move for the Lord. And we are serious. We're not shucking and jiving. We're serious. We're not faking it and shaking it. We are serious. I glory to God. The goal is to be with Jesus forever. And to hear him say, well done. I'm striving forward to what lies ahead. Oh, but hold it. Hold it, beloved. Now in our forward movement, we must realize something. This is important. Because when we are driving in the striving gear, oh, the devil gets real upset. I say sometimes if he ain't messing with you from time to time, he already got you. The devil knows when he sees us Christians striving in Jesus. He knows that we are on our way to the prize. And the devil does not want us to get the prize. So, therefore, it's when the devil sees us striving that he begins to mess with us the most. So, so, so when the devil starts messing, then we just need to change gears. We, we, we change gears from striving gear. We, we must speed this call up. To press means to, to act against what weight or force, to move or push forcefully. So Pastor Paul says, forgetting what lies behind and striving forward to what lies ahead, he said, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, my beloved, getting to Jesus is a pressing situation. In the pressing gear, we will need the word of God like we have never needed it before. Put your foot on the word pedal and you will run over the devil every time. Tell yourself, press, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Tell yourself, press, if God is for me, who can be against me? Press with 
God, all things are possible. Press. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Press. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Press. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Press. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Ah, press. I've not gone through all the trials, temptations, tribulations, and pains in this life for nothing. Because I'm going to press on for my reward. Press. Because you want your crown. You want your robe. You want your shoes. You want your eternal mansion. You want your reward. You're going to have to press. Press through people. Press through trouble. Press through your flesh. Press through abuse. Press. Press. Press through heartache and, and pain. Press. Press through depression. Press. Press through excuses. Press. Press. Press through complaining. Press through backbiting. Gossip. And all the mess. Press through exhaustion. And sometimes you have to press through your children and your friends and your husband and your wife and your boss and yourself. Don't let the enemy be in me. You must press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus for the pride. Take your eyes off of people, past memories, and keep your eyes on the prize. Think about the prize. The songwriter says it. Just the prize. To behold his face. Just to behold his face. All I want of in heaven. word from the Lord has blessed you. I, I now open the doors of the church and invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. It's the only way in. He has the key to the gates of heaven. And if you have never given your life to Jesus, then do it today because doing that will determine where you spend eternity. If you'd like to just join us here at the Cornwall First United Methodist Church, just write or text, call it So I, I do hope that you will say amen to this service by hitting the thumbs up button on our channel. And I also offer you an opportunity to give to this ministry. Go to our website. Go to our website and give with a cheerful heart. And remember now, spread the word of God by sharing this video. Keep your eyes love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you.
in the name of Jesus. Oh 